ladies and gentlemen, I am Tony Chimmel, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. Please welcome your host, Mac Davis, and WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Holler! Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy! Hey, happy holidays to you, and happy holidays to all of our subscribers, all of our new subscribers. want to thank you guys for subscribing. Uh, it's really been good. The numbers are certainly moving up, and we appreciate each and every one of you, and uh, y'all keep on subscribing, players. Yeah, please, and don't forget that uh, coming up in the new year, we'll be giving away prizes, and the only way you can win is if you subscribe so go down there and hit that uh, just subscribe and hit the like button everything else while you're down there uh because we can certainly use the help so thank you very much that's right mandy rose teddy we've talked about mandy rose for a couple of shows uh, that we do and uh the last show that we did was on sports kita it was uh russell binge uh, by sports kita and we talked about her and i told you that she was making at that point almost three thousand dollars a month now i also said I heard it was a little bit more than that. Yesterday, her management came out and said that she has now made so far $500,000 since she's been released from WWE and is on track to be a self-made millionaire before Christmas. Well, I did hear that. Uh, well, in fact, I, I was watching TMZ and TMZ was uh, talking about it. And so that's what I remember when me and you talked about it. I said, sometimes things can happen for the best. So by her leaving, you know, WWE, you know, looked like it worked out, you know, for her advantage. You know, Jesus Christ, you got that, you know, made that kind of money in that short of time. And then you're on, and you're on your way to a million. Uh, I don't see where she needs to do nothing with WWE or any other company. But, uh, like I said, she deserves it. I looked at her, you know, she's she's pretty hot, man. So oh, uh, she is. You know, but now, yeah. would she be known if she wasn't a WWE product? Well, I think she was already known because she already was on that site. You know what I mean? So she may not have been as popular as she is now, but she was already known. Wow. Yeah, I, I need to go check out this site. So. <laughs> Speaking of checking out, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and the DC Universe have uh, checked out with each other, uh, at least for now. Uh, but it seems like the Black Adam uh, project that he had just come out, the superhero movie, uh, has been canned by Warner Brothers. And uh, there's been a lot of shakeup in that in that area with Warner Brothers. So that doesn't surprise me that uh, the DC Universe would also uh, be going down. But unfortunately for The Rock, that means Black Adam was a one-up and one-out uh, kind of uh, role for him. Well, uh, I didn't get a chance to see the movie. I just saw some inserts, you know what I mean? So it looked pretty exciting, you know what I mean? I, but uh, like I'm I said... Be, if I'm honest, Teddy, and, and I, I love superhero movies. I do. I just, I'm, you know, a lot of people who are into wrestling and also enjoy those action movies like that. And and superhero movies, I, I'm pretty critical about. And, and his uh, Black Adam just... It was a rushed feeling script. It didn't have what it needed, and I think it just needed better writing. Uh, the storyline was good. It just wasn't put together that well. So, right. yeah. Well, the thing is this. You know, I'm pretty sure The Rock got his money up front. So oh, yeah. Helped, I mean... so it didn't, <laughs> by them canning, it didn't hurt him whatsoever. Oh, no, and I'm sure he'll keep making money from all the sales, uh, whatever's out there, you know, so. Right. Um, 
Did the WWE have any kind of a Christmas party for you guys? I mean, what was that like for you on the road? That's something I've always kind of wondered when it came. Because, I mean, you know, in this business, Christmas can be a big day. I mean, in fact, down in the South, you know, you know how uh, Thanksgiving was. Boy, if you weren't eating Thanksgiving and going to the show later that evening, you weren't, you know, a wrestling fan. You couldn't have been. Um, but nowadays, does the WWE throw a party for you guys where everybody gets together and has a good time? Well, I have no idea. When I was there, they the only we did the Christmas parties, but we did it for TV. You know, we did we did skits that came out on TV that related to our Christmas parties. So, but as far as just having a party behind the scenes for everybody, you know, I don't remember them doing that when I was there. And like I said, things may have changed there. They may be doing that now. I, you know, I doubt it. But I, like I said, I don't know. So do they, they, they really don't like a Christmas bonus or um, a Christmas gift, anything like that? Or is that just, it's just another day at work? Well, just another day at work. You know, maybe yeah. that bonus is for maybe the top guys, you know, the guys that are the franchise that are drawing the money. You know, maybe they get that bonus. But uh, the underneath guys, you know, we, we it's another day on the job. So you, all you get is like a day off if you're lucky to uh, enjoy Christmas with the family. Well, you do get Christmas uh, day at home, but you leave right back out the next day going right back to work. So it's not really a break at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. All right. Teddy, we got to take a quick break and we'll come back with more 30 minute time limit road trip after hours right here next. Banana peels for today's guests are being provided by the International House of Slapstick, purveyors of Pratt Falls since 1896. To get there, just take off in any direction until you get hopelessly lost, drive over the severe tire damage spikes, and park your car directly underneath the whirling whoopee cushion in the sky. I put the packet on the glass. The little glass dish in the microwave. Got it. I closed the door. Which door? The door to the microwave. What is wrong with you? Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing a bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Hey guys, this is Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express, and we would like to invite you to listen to Road Trips After Hour 30-Minute Time Limit with Teddy Long and Mac Davis. Hey Ricky, can you imagine doing something with Teddy Long and Mac Davis, them two guys together? Hell, they probably create some stormy weather. Yeah, great times. Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long and Teddy here we are at the holidays. I know that uh, you probably got big plans for the family there, right? Well, no, I don't. You know, I'm, I'm a guy like this. I never really celebrate holidays. You know, if, if uh, I wake up and uh, God bless me to see Christmas, then that's enough for me. Uh, I just really enjoy uh, watching the grandkids open up their gifts and watching and seeing how happy they are. That's that's Christmas for me. And uh, like I said, this Christmas, I'll, uh, you know, be celebrating alone by, by my wife past. But uh, we'll, we'll, the family will be, we'll certainly have her, you know, in, in mind. Uh, I'm going to go to probably to the grave site on Christmas Day and put some flowers down. But other than that, man, you know, if like I said, if I wake up to see it, that's good enough for me. Amen. Amen. All right, you ready for questions? Because I got a bunch of questions here in the mailbag. Are you ready? I'm ready, player. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. 
Question number one comes from Denise from the East. She asked, what was your favorite Christmas present you ever got? Oh, God, I couldn't answer that question because I never get any Christmas presents. Well, know? as a kid, did you have something that you were like, oh, man, there, I got a bike or something like that? No. No. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, my wife would always try and get me stuff but I told her you know I don't worry about me just take care of the grandkids make sure they have and get herself something so I was a person that never did get any Christmas gifts because they didn't want to give me nothing because they knew I didn't but I, I wasn't going to accept it or they just knew I didn't I didn't care about it like that as long as the family was happy then that's enough gift for me yeah that's what most dads are like and husbands are like you know it's like uh, I, I get what I need when I need it don't worry about me take care of them so. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I used to always let my wife know, you just take care of yourself. I'm, I'm okay. I'm happy to, to know you guys are happy. Yep. All right. Our next question comes from Jeremiah, who wants to know, uh, yeah, I like this question. What makes a good referee? Uh, well, I guess to pay, you, you pay attention. Uh, you have to become part of the team. You know, it's uh, two wrestlers and the referee there. Everybody has to be on the same page. And what, uh, you know, the best advice I can give you for being a referee is just sit back and watch all the wrestling matches that you can. Pay attention. You can go back and look at uh, maybe some of my stuff back in the day. Because, I mean, back then, you know, it was really serious. So you really, you know, had to referee. Uh, Mike Kyoto, uh Nick Patrick, uh, you know, Ch Chad Patton, uh, Jack Doan, all those guys, man. You know, Jimmy Corderas, you know, great referees. So watch those guys, you know what I mean? And like I said, and you'll learn a lot from them. Are there any uh, hot buttons with you when you watch a referee that if you see something, you're like, no, you got to do it like this. Things that are, you're just specific that this has got to be done this way. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. I seen some the other night. But like I said, a lot of times, you know, the referee, that's why I say the referee, you have to be on the same page. The referee needs to know what's going on because a lot of times the guys will bury you. They'll do something and they don't even tell the referee about it. He doesn't even know. But, you know, when you're a good referee, you're easy to pick up on it. You can see it coming and you'll know if you're not supposed to see it, you'll know to turn away. So, you know, you have to have skills to do that, too. And, 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 and a good referee, you know, you have to be able to pick up on it. And maybe help the guys out sometime. Because I never will forget one time when I first went to WWF, I was refereeing there. And I remember Spike Dudley and somebody had a match. And I was refereeing their match. And Spike looks at me and says, oh, my God, I forgot my spot. So I just looked at him. I said, well, hey, he's outside right there at the apron baseball slide. And I called that for him. And he called me after the match was over. He said, man, thank you. You saved me. I couldn't think of nothing to do. So that's what I mean. That's what a good referee does. How seen should a referee be uh well you get out of the way they didn't buy a ticket and they're not watching tv to watch the referee they're watching the wrestlers so there's a time and place for the referee so the referee needs to know when that time is and when his place is so a good referee knows he'll know to stay out of the way i never will forget back in the day when i first started refereeing i never will forget this man jj Dillon told me right to my face the only thing you worry about is keep your ass out of that camera so 
he let me know then. They, they're not tuning in to see me. They're tuning in to see the wrestler. So that's another thing you got to learn to stay out of the way and come in when you know when it's time. On a three count, and this will be the last question because this is something personal for me I want to know now. On a three count, are there two different types of counts on a three count? Is there a championship count and then a regular count? Or is it should they all be a championship count? Every count is a championship count. They don't mean, you know, you can't separate the count. You know what I mean? When a guy lays down and gets his shoulders on the mat, you count. It yeah, but I mean, you know, you, you see some referees and they give these half-ass no one two threes they don't get that arm way up in the air and come down they just go halfway and come down that to me kills a pin especially if it's a championship pin you know i don't i don't like those little wuss looking kind of you know one two three i want that hand up in the air is coming down where the referee where the referee needs to show that he's involved just like the two wrestlers he needs to let the people know too hey this guy's got his shoulders down i got to get down and count one two the guy kicks out Referee's got to get right up and give the signal, you know, hey, he was just that close, just that close, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, you know, so you got to, because a lot of people, they, they they can't see. A lot of times you're in the arena, some of them are way up in the nosebleeders and they can't Correct. see. So that's where you put the body language in, you know, you get up one, two, you know, he kicked out and you just showed him that much, you know, so those people up there, they'll know exactly what's going on. Yeah, wrestling was always like radio to me, and you know what I'm talking about when I say this, that you always, on radio, when you first come in, you're taught to be larger than life because people can't see you. So right. your words and your and the you know the inflections of your words mean a lot. And uh, so it, wrestling is the same way. If you're in front of a huge audience, you've got to be a little bit overdramatic for everybody to see what's happening in that ring. Well, you know, like I said, you got to learn how to sell. Yes. Okay, that's all it is. It's just that simple. You know what I mean? You ain't got to feel like a wrestler, like you took a bump or nothing. But if something happens, you know, give me some body language. Give me a little bit of reaction to that. Like, hey, it didn't hit me, but I felt it. Yep. All right, here we go. Question number three. Aaron in Virginia asked, what? <laughs> I forgot about this question. All right, Teddy, you ready? Yeah. Aaron in Virginia asked, what is... A ring rat. Well, they used to name the girls that used to come around that would always be there to uh, pick the guys up. Some the girls, they'd, they'd be at the airport. They knew what time you got in. So they'd pick up a lot of guys and give the guys uh, rides to the arena. They'd wait and then give you a ride back to your hotel and maybe took you wherever else you needed to go. And then sometimes, you know, they come in, you know, and party with you. So they that was just a wrestling name. They called them ring rats. I'm, such an endearing term. You got somebody who's doing all this stuff for you, and you're calling them a rat. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw that question. I, I cracked up laughing. I was like, I can't wait to hear Teddy's response to this. All right, here we go. Question number four is Shanna in Syracuse, and she writes... Fans can be crazy at times. What was one of your wildest fan stories? Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I guess one time, I think we were overseas uh, somewhere. I don't remember exactly where we were, but it was a cage match. And uh, the next thing we know, this guy that jumped out of his seat, jumped over the railing and started climbing the cage. And he made it all the way up to the top. And so the guys just looked up at him and they were just waiting on him. And just as soon as he tumbled over into the ring, then he got a taste yeah. of what, what, why he shouldn't have been there. So that was pretty wild to see some guy, you know, climbing that cage. Did you have a lot of people asking you for uh, autographs on strange things? 
The reason uh, I bring that up is because uh, during uh, my run when I was in independent wrestling, I'd have people ask me to sign a lot of things. And I remember on one occasion, a lady asked me to sign her breast. And oh, I, 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 that. I, that's one of the craziest things. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> Well, I've done it. I had the same thing to happen to me. Yeah, you asked me to sign your breast. I'm going to sign it. You know, I just want to make sure it's okay with you. Yeah, I had one poor lady. She just had no chest, and she wanted to write Suzanne, you know, across her chest. I'm like, this is just not enough room for me to write all that. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> number five, Chris wants to know. It's Christmas time, and you have to buy gifts. I like this. You have to buy gifts for some of your friends. What do you get for? Undertaker. <laughs> oh God, that's a good question. Yeah, um, and that ain't the know, only one. Me and him was, me and him were, you know, was was really close. Um, I just never got involved in him to really know what you know what he really liked. You know that side of it. But uh, I guess the only thing to do, if if it was me to please the Undertaker, I'd make it a gift card. All right. Let's see. The next one is JBL. Oh, buying him uh, a Scrooge outfit. That's that's what he needs a Scrooge suit. <laughs> and JBL's right. going. I'm not worried about that because he's too cheap to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he, that's pretty much right. But JBL, you know, is like I said, he's a guy, another guy too. You know, you don't really you know what to buy. You know, and he he, he wouldn't take it anyway. He's just that modest. But you know, for him too, I guess the same thing. Now I'm glad that they come out with gift cards because that does a lot for you, man. You ain't got to think about that just. Give them the money and let them worry about it themselves. Okay, now for Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in and I'm gonna edit his question, and you can't say gift card. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Ron Simmons, what are you gonna get him? Uh guess I'd like to just give him a great big old hug, man. Ron Simmons and uh just what a just super nice guy, man. And me and him, you know, our careers, you know, kinda came up around the same time, had a good good time working with him and you know god rest his soul butch reed so ron simmons just a big old hug and a merry christmas yeah i've never had as much fun as i had sitting down with you two guys at the table uh back at <laughs> SummerSlam. that was that was a fun weekend uh let's see <laughs> stephanie mcmahon you gotta buy her a gift what are you buying her uh you gotta yes, buy I, her I, a gift but, well yeah, I, I I don't know what I, I like. I said I don't know what she really likes either. So I probably just have to just give her a nice card or something. All right, and here's uh, uh we got two more here. <laughs> I like the last one. All right, Vince. Oh God, I you 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 can't buy him anything because he won't take it. You know, and like I said, just uh you know just to walk up to him and just give him a big thank you and and and, and you know for all he's done. You know, for me, that would be a big enough gift for me just to give this and let him know how much I appreciate what he does for me. All right, here we are on the last one. Uh, you got to buy a gift for for Christmas. Here at the holidays, such a happy family fun time. And you got to buy a gift for John Laurinaitis. What's it going to be? You don't want to know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't say that here on uh, on, on on public broadcast. You, you don't. You don't want to know. Okay. That's and that and I'm gonna leave it like that. Teddy, I hope you have a fantastic Christmas, brother. Uh, there will be next time we talk. It'll be after Christmas is over with. But uh, I certainly appreciate hanging out with you over this year and uh, doing this show. It's been a blast, my friend. 
Yeah, well, me too, Mac. Uh, I want to just thank you once again, too. And like I said, I'll just let everybody know, you know, this was Mac's uh, idea. Uh, I'm just happy to be here just tagging along and and, and letting let Mac let me hang around. So thank you again, man. And thank all of our new subscribers. And, you know, just thanks to everybody. And I wish everybody a Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, that's it. We're going to let you go on wrap presents and have a good time this weekend. I'm Mac Davis. That is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long, and this is one-on-one. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I did yeah. it right at the end. All right, let's try it again. Cut to... All right. And this is Road Trip After Hours. Okay. Holler. <laughs> Yeah.